Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. This is Old School. Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task. That's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5. He'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back. Hour 2-402-464-5685. Sarder Heyman text line. Uh, you know, lots going on. Lots going on. Honda Lincoln Hotline. It's been a good show so far. And it gets better. This is good stuff. You can, in fact, engage. And you guys have been. We greatly appreciate you guys putting in the notes for... Uh, the Sarder Hammond text line, and giving us a little bit of insight and thought. We've had folks on the Honda League and Hotline. It's been nice to nice to do. Uh, and then across the way, if you want to follow on the Sarder Hammond video stream, right, you can follow us, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter Live. Twitter Live. Right? Plenty of stuff in space for you. We're going to give away some BP with DP, right? You'll have the opportunity to, to come down and take swings with us. Uh, Lincoln Tall Dogs tomorrow at 3 o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. For those of you who had always wanted to, to find your way into a, a, a ballpark and take some swings and get your work in, you'll get a chance. You just have to tell me why it should be you. It should be you. It could be you. It could be your, your teenage son or daughter. We invited down the softball players. As a matter of fact, we need to invite Carly down if she wants to come take some some BP. Let, let, I will let her know. Yeah, let her know she is invited as well. But courtesy of the folks from Ambition Electric, each week we get to bring you time with this special gentleman. Nathan, if you would please, kind sir, play this man's music. The autumn wind is a pirate. Blustering in from sea. With a rollicking song, he sweeps along, swaggering boisterously. His face is weather-beaten. He wears a hooded sash with a silver hat about his head and a bristling black mustache. He growls as he storms the country, a villain big and bold. And the trees all shake and quiver and quake as he robs them of their gold. The autumn wind is a raider, pillaging just for fun. He'll knock you round and upside down and laugh when he's conquered and won. If that doesn't give you all the feels, go see the doctor. (laughs) Something's wrong. Let's bring in the captain. Let's bring in BT, Brian Barry Thompson. BT, what's happening, man? You got him in. Barry, can you hear us? We cannot hear him. We cannot hear him. Don't know what's going on. I'm not sure. Did we lose him? I don't think so. Entirely sure. It looks like he's on. I don't know why I can't hear us. Don't know what's going on. Barry, are you there? 
Here, let's see. We're gonna put it through. I think he might. We might have dropped him there for a second. We're okay. gonna have Mark go check in the other studio. Yeah, let's go check and see what it is. Because he should be good to go. Yeah, he called back. Yeah, I think he got dropped there for a second. There we go. Let's bring him in. Hit the button. Let's bring in Barry Thompson. BT, what's happening, man? Uh, sorry, man. You had the beautiful setup, the DP with DP, and then playing the music, doing bits and electric, and then the phone went out on me. So I'm good. I'm good on the wood. What's happening with you out there in VA? What's happening, man? Hey, it, it, it is football season. Um, we uh, open up tomorrow, and I think I spoke to you just uh, uh, for the listeners out there. My business has been going along for a while, and now it's matured. I, I counted the other day. I have quarterbacks at 43 different schools, both public and private, and <laughs> a couple different counties. And so uh, as soon as we get off here, I'm, I'm going to be busy. Wishing a lot of guys a lot of luck. And um, it, it's exciting weekend. The Huskers are kicking off Saturday. Uh, it's football time. It's, uh, it's, it's real exciting. Uh, we just uh, you know, had a walkthrough uh, this afternoon for the Hayes in the Barn. And, and uh, we open up uh, against a team called Unity Reed. And uh, we're real excited, excited, ready to go. Yeah. Uh, should I call Unity Reed and apologize in, in advance? <laughs> Well, we 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 we're young, so we have to hold on. We're not we're not monsters yet. But uh, one thing that's really good about this particular program and the coaching staff is there. I think I said this to you off air is that there is only one direction this whole thing is going to move, and it's it's getting better. Uh, organized kids have made tremendous improvements since combo camp when I wasn't really sure, you know, what was going on. But it's been the steady drumbeat to getting better. Um, and then, you know, I think whatever is youngness in them is going to come out of them fairly quick because there is only one direction that this is moving in on a day-to-day basis, which is this slow tick-tock to getting better, getting better, know your job, getting better, getting better, you know, prepare yourself. And um, we're going to see what this team has inside of them as we march toward um, October which is the, the, the meat of our season, the Concord District, which is one of the top public school districts in the state of Virginia. So um, it's going to be a lot of fun, a lot of fun. Barry, I, you, you got the clip from Casey Thompson breaking down yeah. what he sees and what his preparation, what his thoughts are on this thing. What was the, what was the thing that re- resonated with you about what young Mr. Thompson spoke on? Well, I like his last name, of course. But uh, yeah, yeah, go I, figure. I, no, <laughs> yeah, but I, just the thorough thoroughness of that he had such a grasp of, of personnel. Um, you know, of course, he talks. You know, he speaks well, and I don't mean that. You know, not everybody gets in front of a mic and can kind of speak. Uh, he can put he put his words together, which is always nice to hear. But it was really the details of what he was talking about. His his talking about that the game plan is uh, virtually already in and that he knows it. Um, the, 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 the detail of personnel, like he, he almost knew Northwestern, like who, who they were replacing, who was out. So that's a level of understanding of getting into tape that and or meetings, however you want to cover it, of understanding the opponent. Um, you know, at the quarterback position, we always say KYP, know your personnel. And, you know, when you're looking at a team or looking at defense, you know, not all defenders are equal. And, um, you know, guys 
if you look at enough film, I haven't looked at a piece of film yet in my life where I can't find a cheat. There's always somebody giving something away. Mm-hmm. And so when a quarterback gets up and he speaks about the guys that transferred in and, and you know, the, the personality he has and about the game plan, you, you kind of get the sense that he's already, he's already played this game a couple times in his mind. And it's something that I encourage my young quarterbacks to do at the high school level to, you know, draw these formations up. We know we're going to run, you know, run it through, draw it out, you know, play it. You've seen this guy on film. He's going to expand really hard. What's that mean for you when we're throwing to the boundaries, for example? Uh, We have motion from the field. This guy's going to add. We have a swing and and a snag route, right? What's that mean for you? Which one's the better route? Are you going to be able to get this off? So the more that a quarterback can kind of play the game, and all the players really, the linemen, the um, you know, the defensive players that can play that game before they they get there, um, the 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 better performance you're going to have, and that's when you start to see really good stuff. And really, what it is, it's just um, it's just them executing. And when you can execute as a team, it's a it's a pretty pretty good thing and it gets you a long way barry to go in that space as well teddy prohaska spoke on casey thompson said what we love as an offensive lineman is that we know where he is it makes it easier for easier for the block for him bro what does that mean what does that tell the quarterback well it it, uh all the quarterbacks out there whether you're in gun or under center it is important to what's called anchor your drop. And that is if you draw a line between right down the middle of the, the center and right between your crotch, it extends backwards. If you're dropping, you, you need to be on that line. You, you think about how offensive linemen are trained a lot of times. They're often some shady, because they're smart, some shady part of the practice area. And when they get to their pass pro, there's either a coach standing at three-step depth or five-step depth, whatever it may be, and he's standing right there or he has a cone. And what happens is through their repetitions, they develop eyes in the back of their head. Let's say I'm a guard and I got a one technique, okay, and I'm getting ready, and all of a sudden they stem, and now that one becomes a three. Well, I know my, my center's going to take the one now with the three. If he's going to come straight up field, and I know that that mythical midline where the quarterback is, I can, I can let the three have his way, right? Because if he wants to rush up field, he's not pinching in. I can stay square, just vertically set, handle him, and you know if there's a stunt, I can handle that. But if I have a quarterback that's drifting toward me, and I'm the left guard, and I think it's okay to let this three to come up field, all of a sudden the quarterback gets smacked. Now I always tell my quarterback. I said, in that instance, who's going to get blamed? And they looked at me. I said, the lineman's going to get blamed. But I said, whose fault is it? And they go, it's mine. I go, that's right. So anchoring your drop as a quarterback is an extremely important thing. It helps protection. And it can give you those inches that you need and that breathability that you need to, to get a pass off. So, um, you know, it, it, it's that, that tells me that Casey's anchoring his drop and the linemen love it. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's all good. We're talking to Barry Thompson, uh, QB coach, uh, extraordinary. I when you when you said the thing that Prohaska 
declared why it was easier to block for him, then what's the conversation between Mark Whipple and Casey Thompson when it comes to play call, execution, and focus? What's he telling Casey? Look, Northwestern's going to bring pressure up the middle. You have to be where you need to be. But what's the conversation that you would have with Casey Thompson against a linebacker-based, up-the-middle, pass-rush sort of team? Well, if you have that, first of all, you've got to always play the quarterback's strength and his personality. I think one of the hardest things to do is a coach against a quarterback's personality. So Whipple has tons of experience, different types of players, different skill levels. So I'm sure he's kind of understood who Casey is as a player and, and how he operates. The other thing is that you, you want a quarterback, when you're in a pass concept, you want him to have answers for things that he's commonly going to face. Um, so let's say that, that, okay, Northwestern likes the pressure. So I'll just speak in some general terms, right? So a, a very standard NFL concept is called Hank. So if you're three by one, so say one side, the tight end would be over the ball. The other two receivers, you have curl flat. Single receiver, you have curl. And the back would be out flat. And so it's a horizontal stretch. You've got five patterns out, stretched out across the field. A quarterback can come up in, in his read progression. He would start with the linebacker, particularly to the side that he's going to work the curl flat. So if you're a pressure team, right, from a backer, as soon as he saw, say, that backer coming from the right and he decided he's going to work to the right, then he's got his easy pitch and catch there. Um, your, your shallow crossing, if backers like to come, uh, those are easy things. And then also you have on the backside high-low on the other two defenders that are there. But that's more of a play call. right? Do you- Guys, do you want thicker, fuller hair? Do you desire lustrous, luscious locks that you can run your fingers through? Maybe a full head of hair makes you feel attractive. Perhaps a full head of hair boosts your confidence and self-esteem. Whatever your reasons, if you have started to experience hair loss, there is good news. Because there are effective, FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to roco slash fuller. Do it today and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's roco slash fuller. You have to be in tune with their down and distance and when they like to come and where they like to come from. But as a general statement, you just want your quarterback to have the answers. And every time a quarterback, especially the higher level, when he goes up, he should know his stuff well enough that he has what I call a zero plan. You know, cover zero, right, typically means they're going to bring the house and they're going to overwhelm the pressure. So when you walk up, you should always be ready with a, a, a zero plan. And uh, something breaks down, where am I going with the ball? This guy comes, protection problem, maybe I have to handle him in protection. Or I don't know if they have the calls, changing protection, shifting it. You know, a lot of overloads can be handled 
by just shifting protection, but I don't know if they have that in. So those are the tools that the quarterback operates with, either play design, right, the strategic plays, and then knowing his protection, right? And then the, the fourth tool is the quarterback himself having a grasp and a command of that. He has a sense of, hey, this is the part of the field where they like to come. This is the guy I like to spend. What does what does it, what does his feet look like? Is he a guy that gives it away right away? You know, do I see a safety alignment that tell, tells me he's coming? That is all up to the quarterback. So it's a lot that goes into it. Pat Fitzgerald has built his resume and reputation on making teams take the layup, right? Make the make yeah. them take the layup. <laughs> And to not be patient enough or trust themselves enough that good things will happen if they stick to the game plan. They use that cover three, single high, right? They almost dare you to go deep. They got blistered on the first play last year because they went away from what they normally do strong. And then they immediately went back to it. But what do you, as a quarterback, when you see them, you know it's a cover three. Pat doesn't have any – he doesn't care that you know what they're running – Look, are you willing to take the chance, make the the perfect throw in short space? Can you beat my guys on the on 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 the wing with the ball or not? He's willing to take that chance. But as a quarterback, if you're Casey Thompson, how do you settle yourself into accepting the layup? Um, you just have to there, and you want to be good at. It. So the bet, you know, whether it's a four shell or three, and they're playing some type of buzz three or a we three where they're taking the backers out and they're playing to the field. Um, you know, the longer throw, because the college hashes aren't as far apart as the high school hashes, but still throwing from a college hash to the sideline is a throw. So I can I can give you a bigger cushion, right? And just if you're that guy that can get it over there, I can still keep it in front of me, right? Um, the seams on cover three are available to you, but then who has a slot guy or a tight end guy that, you know, is going to move and maneuver? Those are tough throws because those backers will carry those vertical routes a little bit so it makes it hard. It's not, you know, it's not an easy throw if you're throwing a little bender and moving the stage, so all that stuff. So back to the layup. Um, just a basic kind of deal. You know, I'm going to force you to prosecute your offense. Yeah. Right? So if you can prosecute your offense, then, yeah, you're going to score them. It's going to take you some time, but that is the deal. I think that's part of the game plan. Right, and the the shots or the things that would come off cover three, right? You're looking at you're looking at being able to isolate the defender away from a safety, and if you think you got a matchup, you know you take it, right? So there are some design things you can do with you know running running uh, inside routes up to the safety that will occupy him, and they can make a kind of choice as whether he's hanging on that route or he's, you know shifting over to hang out. But it can be counteracted by the, the corners giving you such a big cushion, right, that things aren't kind of – you're not going to get past them by the time you need to throw. Because with cover three, you're playing eight up front, right? Yep. So um, you you have pressures that you can do from that, and you're solid against the run. Um, but prosecuting your offense, I mean, that's, that's a, can, can you take the layup? Um, can you stay mistake-free? Can you stay on schedule? Can you run the ball a little bit? Can you take the five yards that every defense makes available to you just because they don't have enough numbers? And, um, you know, be happy with it. Now, 
a lot of quarterbacks can do that, but then you want to be efficient with your drive. So you can't have an oops drive. You know, you're in, in high school, we get about 10 to 12 drives per game. So if we're playing a team like that, every drive better end in some points. Right? It better end in some points. If we have an oops drive, then they just won. And now we're down to maybe nine. You got me? Yeah. And we have another oops. Now we're down to eight. And then now you're looking at an unusual proficient, unusual proficiency, you know, to score, right? And you're demonstrating the first two that you're not very proficient that night. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So it's, you know, take the layup, <laughs> as you say. <clears throat> and just for listeners out there, just the way I look at defensive football, you know, defense coordinators are great. And, and they're really great because they're, they're, they're undermanned in a lot of ways. I think we talked about it. There's about 15 spaces that need to be defended on any one snap, no matter how you align. And they only have 11 guys. And I, I don't want to hear about the sidelines being two extra people. I, I, they have 15 spaces to defend. So part of this is can you get to the easy five yards? They know where they are, right? And they coach how to rally and tackle it. But can you get to the easy five yards on a consistent basis? And, um, you know, and then can you run the ball and play defense? The principles don't change. But, but yeah, getting the easy five yards can, can, re, can result in a lot. And uh, you got me talking, D.C., and I'll just finish it up. When the spread offenses first came out, you know, this is this idea about, you know, you spread them out, you get your athletes in space and all this stuff. But I think the real definition of a spread offense is, how many solo tackles do you force? So in your structure of getting these five yards, can you design stuff, you know, whether it's triangle reach or things like that, that forces that defense to make solo tackles? Because if you can do that, taking the layup pretty soon turns into a slam dunk. You know what I mean? Yep. It, it turns into that 360 twirly for it because you're challenging the defender in open field to, to make an open field tackle with a two-way go one time two times, three times. As soon as later, he's going to miss. So there's a lot to be said about taking the layup. Hey, Barry, Barry man, you pre- you you preaching the gospel, man. I just came in here. <laughs> you, 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 yeah, you preaching the well, gospel it's, it's offense. Season, I hear you, man. It's it, it's on and popping from here on out, man. There's no rest yeah. for the weary. One thing I wanted to ask you, your opinion, um, I know what I would be doing or what I would be preaching to a football team, in particular, obviously, Nebraska, and if Northwestern, my my message would be patience. Uh, speak yeah. to the patience overall of the team, and, and and the reason why I say this, you gotta, you don't have a young team on paper. You have an inexperienced right. team and staff coaching and playing together. Right. B- but then you're fighting, just wherever it is in your mind, how you played and how bad you beat Northwestern last year. So when you have right. inexperience and you and they are a young team. Right. they're thinking, okay, well, we did this last year. So they're kind of like constantly waiting for the same the same opportunity and big plays to happen. Well, obviously Northwestern is a better going to be better on defense. They're going to come in and try right. to have a different game plan, or I'm sure that they'd be trying to get rid of a coach. So, uh, you know, how much do you think they should be preaching patience of or patience or play steady, especially early when you're getting on the field and you're a better team physically and you're expecting to blow them out like last year? Well, I think there's two sides to that coin. One is the coaching thing to kind of help the players. And then two, as you're talking to them mentally, this is a conference game. 
and you haven't had that much success winning conference games in the past couple of years. So I don't care who it is, this is a conference game. And so we have to kind of prove that we can win conference games. Two, I just read something, I'm not that smart, but five out of the last seven games have been eight points or less with with Northwestern, right? Correct? Am I somewhere in the ballpark? Yeah. yeah. So that last year was an anomaly. You know, and we're on the road. So let's just let's understand who we are and where we are. We haven't done anything yet. You know, the game isn't played in preseason. We're starting off our season with a conference game. And a conference game is not an easy win, and we haven't done that yet. So forget that. From a coaching perspective, I think you, you kind of take a, a little bit of a belt and suspenders approach to the things that you're installing, that these are kind of more tried and true concepts, right, that you know that can work and the players execute. Right, so this isn't the game necessarily to dust off everything. Right. This is the game to kind of put in the plays and the throws that you know that they do really well. You can pick different ways to, to get there. I'll give you an example. Um, our quarterback, and it's a good high school route, is a curl. But we have about five different ways to get to the curl. You know, we can throw a post over top of the curl, which is a great beater, right? Right, especially against the cover four team, right? The safety bites down, it frees you up over top. Uh, we can run post curl bubble. So if you're playing man, right, that clears that guy. You take away the post. I can come to the curl because I'm clearing the linebacker out, and that works against a lot of settings. Um, I can move that vertical route inside the curl if you're a man, and I can take out two defenders if you're one high. I can take out the guy over top of number two. I can run at the safety. Now I've taken two, and if I bubble from number three, the only guy left has to make a real decision, right? So you can see that in the day, he's former linebacker. He's not liking what I'm ta- telling him right now. No, I'm envisioning I'm envisioning all the, all the right. stress you're going to be putting on me, man. I don't know what the deal <laughs> right, is. Right, but, I mean, but, but that's who that aims at, right? So, so I'm just using that as a typical – you can do your all – like we can go double. We can run all curl with the back in the back. And then the quarterback can kind of say, hey, I like the leverage of this backer. He's a little further into the hash, and he can decide to put his back out in the flat, right? So now he can choose to work that side because that backer has to go take the flat, right? So now he's got it cleared out, right, if they're just two. So it's things like that that they can really help them. You understand from a coaching standpoint. It's just give them – Try whether it's slant, flat, you know, whatever it is that they run. You know, if they, are they air raid and they run drive or they run shallow, you know, whatever it is, you can kind of help calm those nerves because there won't be wonderment like in our system about whether we're hitting the curl or not. The quarterback knows his footwork, you know, from under, from gun, right? He knows where his eyes need to be. And so it's, it's kind of a calming thing. And a lot of pro offenses, um, there's two concepts that will calm uh, defense. One is uh, they'll run Hank about three or four times a week, right? You know Hank, right? Curl flat, curl yep. flat. And then also they run sticky. Listeners may be surprised at how often a team can run stick on one side and looky on the other. Looky meaning on the two-receiver side away from the stick concept. Uh, the slot will just kind of find a space, right? It'll just find a space, and the quarterback – and look over there, and it just calms things down. Maybe you don't know 
what they're going to bring. So a lot of times NFL offense is called thick looking and a little five yard boom. And it kind of calms things down, gets you your five yards. So those are things that, you know, you build into the offense, um, hopefully to, to, to give your quarterback a chance, your receivers a chance with their hands on the ball. Um, you know, the line feel good about the not getting sacked because the ball's out and all that kind of thing. So hopefully that's involved. That, that also helps that patient part of it, you know, because Curl's going to move the chain. Well, right? there, there's a six foot eight tight end for you to yeah. run that yeah. with to, to, mm-hmm. to agitate Pat Fitzgerald and his backers who want to be able to make simple decisions. I think that's a right. big part of it in, 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 the, in the game watch to get Casey going them taking those throws right across his face, little to, to, to not much pressure, it'll give him a chance to get his rhythm going. I think that's a way to attack that defense. If you want to do that, we'll throw the break. We'll come back. More BT. We'll talk more. It's Beat Northwestern Week. Barry will help break it down for us. Jay Foreman joins us. Nathan Brennan. All of that. 937 The Ticket. We'll be right back. Watch Old School Live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Old School with DP and Jay. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.